We now move to chapter 15 entitled Purushottama Yoga or the Yoga of the Supreme Person. Krishna says to Arjuna, I have told this many times earlier, but since this is so very important, I shall repeat it once more. I am not only the beginning and the end of everything, but in fact everything. I sent man to this world to yearn for me and to love me. Instead, he has diluted and indeed even polluted my priceless gift of divine love into worldly desires. Instead of yearning for me, he has developed yearning for worldly pleasures and all kinds of trivia not worth talking about. Arjuna, take it from me. If you pine for me, you will for sure come to me. Once you come to me, you will always be with me. Once you are with me always, you would be eternally happy naturally. I am your real home, and it is from this home that you have gone out into the world. Should you not come back home sometime? Do you want to keep putting that off? What for? What do you have in that transient world except misery, cleverly sugar-coated with occasional pleasures? Arjuna asks, Krishna, you say that once a man goes out into the world, he gets lost there. How exactly does this happen? Krishna replies, I certainly shall and you must listen carefully. To start with, you must understand that man is a composite of three entities that are strikingly different. They are 1. The gross body, 2. The mind which is a subtle entity and 3. The atma which is super subtle. This three-in-one complex has a special name, the jivatma. sometimes shortened to just jiva in short you are a jivatma arjuna asks krishna are you also a jivatma krishna smiles and replies of course not a puzzled arjuna then asks in that case what are you krishna replies i am parmatma or god in totality Arjuna is surprised and says, "Krishna, that is strange. I can't see any difference between you and me. Yet you say that you are Paramatma, while I am just a Jivatma. How come?" Krishna gives the answer. He says, "Arjuna, your difficulty neatly pinpoints man's main problem. You are comparing yourself with me purely on the basis." of external vision is that correct go beyond the body and examine are you and i the same arjuna you are well below the senses whereas i am far beyond the senses and even the mind you are below the gunas and that is why you are a jivatma or a spark of the divine As for me, 
I am far beyond the gunas, and that is why I am Paramatma or God in totality. In principle, you also are God, but not in practice. But I am God in principle, in practice, and any other way you choose to look. The differences don't end here. When a Jivatma gives up the body, the gross body gets returned to the elements, while the subtle body goes in search of a new body, even as the wind carries the scent of flowers from place to place. The current of destiny sweeps the subtle body from one gross body to another in accordance with the rhythm of the cycle of birth and death. That is what I described earlier in terms of dress change. My case is entirely different. I come and go as I please. The Jivatma has to go through many cycles of births and deaths because of all kinds of unfulfilled desires. Let us say a Jivatma desires something and cannot get it. It gets a fresh chance to attain that in the next birth. So you see, if you want to get out of the rut, you have to put a ceiling on desires. And this is where sense and mind control enters the picture. Lack of self-control breeds desires. Desires cause mind pollution and delusion. And delusion traps the Jivatma in the cycle that are referred to. This is where the example set by yogis becomes very important. The yogis see things very clearly. Thanks to their power of sharp discrimination, they can clearly distinguish between the unreal and the real. They summarily reject the unreal and focus entirely on the real or reality as some refer to it. That reality is me. Wherever the yogi turns, he sees only me. You look up in the sky and say, Ah, the sun is shining brilliantly. The yogi looks and he also sees the same sun, but his words are different. He says, I see divine glory radiating there as the sun. Everything in the external world so-called, the five elements, the sun, moon, stars, and whatever else you can see, is nothing but me and me alone. Do you ever get that feeling? Never, but that is how the yogi always feels. He sees only God everywhere and all the time. The yogi sees God within also. He sees God seated in his heart. He sees God functioning as the prana or the vital life force. He sees God doing the digesting. He sees God doing the blood circulation and all the rest of it. In short, the yogi is fully conscious that it is I who provide the basic life force, the basic creativity, the basic intelligence and all the rest of it. Arjuna, 
the body by itself is absolutely inert it is my power that animates it in various ways and makes it do so many extraordinary things have you ever thought about that never and do you know why it is your ego that deludes you this delusion also called maya misleads and fools you paint a picture and people praise it that you the body have actually done it no it is i who put the idea for the picture it is i who guided your hand it is i who allowed you to make that picture beautiful and yet you think that it is you the body that did it tell me who is responsible for this delusion you or me this precisely is where the yogi scores he identifies himself totally with me or the atma and keeps on saying he uses his body and mind as instruments of the atma arjuna says yes krishna i remember the yogis say aham brahmasmi or i am god krishna replies yes arjuna they do but you must be careful with this chant that the scriptures recommend much depends on the feeling with which and the spirit in which you say aham brahmasmi you don't do this chant to proclaim to the world listen fellows do you know who i am i am god no never in that spirit that is vain boasting and god does not know what boasting is arjuna asks then what for do the scriptures recommend this chant krishna replies ah with good reason you see arjuna everything has a purpose you know elders advice if you fly into a rage tell yourself i am not an animal i am man that is a reminder the chant aham brahmasmi also is supposed to be chanted in the spirit of a reminder it is a reminder that you are expected to exhibit virtues like compassion selfless love forbearance etc remember all these are divine qualities they all are already in man and all he has to do is to let them out the chant is a reminder that he had better do the releasing when you keep on chanting like this slowly unknown to you the divine feeling would envelop you completely as you think so you become remind yourself constantly that you are god and god indeed you become when you feel you are god you will no longer see any differences if someone is happy you would feel that happiness if someone is in pain you would feel that pain and rush to help arjuna in simple terms going from the level of man to the level of god means giving up all this business of mine and thine crushing ego and wiping out all traces of worldly attachment a man of the world may be good but he still functions within the limits of swartham or selfishness 
and swaprayojanam or self-interest. A man who has risen to the level of the divine does not. Just look at me. Can you find even an atom of selfishness or self-interest in me? Impossible. I am divine because my heart is full of nothing but daya or compassion, prema or pure and selfless love and shama or forbearance. These qualities are not switched off and switched on. They flow uninterrupted all the time. They are my very nature. Arjuna, in the physical universe, there is the seen and the unseen. For example, you can see mountains, but you cannot see air. You cannot see the mind and so on. I am the basis for everything in the physical universe, both the aspects that are seen and those that are not. But remember, these two aspects are nothing but the superstructure of something that is even more subtle and always is. That substratum is the real me. It is from that substratum that is the ultimate that space and time are born onto which the universe gets projected. So while living in the universe and seeing all that goes on before you, you must go back all the way to the true fundamental basis. That alone would help you to become quickly united with me. If only people would take a few minutes off and observe me carefully, they would realize that my life is my message every single second of it. But people do not, and that includes you too, I am afraid, despite our very long association. And that is why I have to tell you all that, minutes before a major war is about to start. If your life becomes the same as mine, then you would become one with me ever so easily. Why don't people understand that? I have drifted off from what I was saying a short while ago. Let me get back to yogis. These blessed ones know exactly who I am and what my true nature is. They understand fully that they have been gifted with the human form in order to rise to my level. They know fully well that man alone can rise thus and not an insect, bird or animal. The yogis know where exactly they are supposed to go at the end of life and they get there too. This is the privilege of all that are smart enough to burn thrash in the fire of knowledge. Why don't you also do the same? What are you waiting for?